This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by BetQL. BetQL is your home for the info you need to make yourself a smarter, better. NBA, college basketball, and the NHL, they got you covered. Just go to BetQL, promo code SGP30. That's BetQL.com, promo code SGP30 for 30% off. And we're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Better Than Vegas is the home for the avid sports bettors, providing insights, analysis, and free betting picks. Better Than Vegas, it's like YouTube for sports betting. Make sure to subscribe to our page so you don't miss a pick. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. And we're also brought to you by Better Edge. Better Edge is the stock exchange for the sports bets, allowing you to buy and sell betting positions like the stock market. The best part is it allows you to bet with no VIG. That's right, no VIG. And it's legal in 40 states. So sign up at betteredge.com, promo code SGP for a free $10 bet. That's B E T T O R edge.com, promo code SGP. All right, DJs, welcome back for the API preview. It is Boston Capper with the God of Golf himself, Steve Shermer. I don't know about you, Steve, but I am ready to get the hell away from the WGC and uh, keep moving on in Florida to the API. You know, I think I am too. I just got to hold on one second. I got to clean all the egg off my face for <laughs> I had last week about uh, the guy who won it. Um, I know. Yeah. Shall we, why don't we just start with him? Kyle Morikawa wins it. Yeah. I mean, he, uh, he, he took it and just held it too. like Sunday, like, man, I, I just, I just refused to see it. I just kept thinking the putt aggression was going to come back. There's no way he's going to be able to do it. And I just kept firing outright after outright after outright on Saturday and Sunday. And uh, yeah, it was all money lit on fire. So that was fun. I mean, well, I mean, to start Sunday, he kind of was shaky. Like he had, you know, he dumped it in the bunker on the tee shot on one. Uh, I think on, what was it on? two or three, he uh, flubbed the chip. So I was kind of thinking like maybe cause he, he was a little loose with the ball strike and coming home on Saturday. Maybe that kind of yeah. carried into Sunday, but no, he just put the hammer down and I mean, let's, let's, let's just clear the air here. He won because of his putter. And yeah. I, I mean, we, we were talking about on the Slack channel, you know, a guy he wanted to bet outright. I just, I, I didn't see it just because I threw a stat out there. Like you have to gain if you want to win the PJ tour, like you don't lose strokes putting, like you have to gain about a stroke per round putting and just looking at more you know, over his last four tournaments, he had lost a full stroke putting over his last four. So like, I guess like in order to bet it, you just had to think like, okay, he was going to ball straight his way and then just pray. He found, you know, some putting on probably the hardest screens they're going to put on Dude, all those, year. I mean, those you know, the crazy undulations were, were awesome. Like those yeah, greens I mean, were awesome. Yeah, they, they were great. Uh, I, I, I hope that we see this golf course again. I, oh, I thought it was to. fun to watch it for the pros, but I mean, did we really think he was going to find it on fast Bermuda greens that were crazy undulated? No, 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 like, no absolutely not. And what's funny is, is like, obviously like uh, you're not on Twitter, so you didn't have to suffer through the four hours of pain after the victory of all the fucking, of all the tickets that were on Morikawa. Cause guys, like some of the bigger guys were on him and it's like, I don't know. I, I guess they're like me. Like, everybody has their binkies. Like I'll bet guys straight out regardless. You know what I mean? And Maury's not one of my guys. Maybe he needs to be like this kid is what? 24 years old. I mean, good Lord, man. Like we, he's a stud, man. I mean, like we, we always, he's one of the best longer iron players in the world and shit. Even if he doesn't do what he did this past weekend with the new putting grip, like if he, even if he regresses a stroke to like a stroke and a quarter, he's going to be in everything. 
Yeah, no, he is. I mean, so listen, congratulations, kid. Um, I had a little bit on a top 20 because I had, I didn't have much faith in him, but like, <laughs> he's going to at least finish top 20. I mean, once I found out that he softened the golf course a little bit, I'm like, all right, you can definitely boss your a little bit. So that helped the weekend a little bit, but yeah, I listen, I apologize. I yeah. missed it. Hey man, we can't, it, so. we, we can't get them all. And uh, it is what it is. Yeah. It, I, I mean, just for I mean, I got my, I got my dick kicked in this weekend. So I was thinking about it and probably shouldn't have taken so many whole round matchups on a course. We didn't know anything about yet. Um, so that was probably a mistake on my part, as far as like the process goes. And maybe I should stop trying to jinx my one and dones and, uh, get bad karma in there. I think I'm going to stop doing that. I think the golf gods, uh, might've been a little angry at that. Well, so. I mean, you, you submarine my outright by picking Xander one and done. So thank you very much. By the way, he was terrible. He was actually, terrible. you know, what really did it. I think someone actually in a pre tournament presser told him, Hey, you know, you finished in the top 20, like the last 25 tournaments. He's like, Oh, oh Jesus. Christ. I didn't know that. <laughs> and he was bad. Uh, there, there were, we'll get to the DFS report card. There were a lot of guys who were bad. I mean, yeah. I mean, what this golf course did was like, it really exposed. If you had big misses, oh, yeah, like, you, it, you were, I mean, and big numbers were right around the corner. I, mean, I, I think that's why in round matchups, I mean, I, I did. Okay. Saturday didn't go so great. Sunday went pretty well for me. So I, I, I closed the week on a high note with, you know, Sunday matches, but the problem with the in round matches was there's like, you know, you can go around great. And then there's like a seven right. just lurking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like fucking like, read on that, on the short fucking par four, just duck hooks it straight into the goddamn woods. I wouldn't even do that. Like, yeah, what are you right. doing, man? Like yeah. I, I, I literally just like, you know, I'm sick laying on the couch. I literally just got up, like threw the blanket off of me, went outside. I was like, Bruh. I was like, that's it. I can't deal with it today. <laughs> yeah. So well, let's talk about some happier things. So uh, Brooks was great. Yeah. Brooks was yeah. Brooks looked good. He yeah. Did. I mean, so, so he's, I mean, it, it was concerning to see him, you know, kind of, you know, try to stretch out thing. neck and everything that gave me uh, flashbacks to the PGA championship at TBC Harding Park when he was just rolling around the ground. But no, I mean, he was great on Sunday. Um, he, it was a performance that reminded me of like before a major, like yeah. the putter was just nails. Like he was nailing every five, six, seven footer, you know, all these tough pars. And kind of gets me thinking, like we do with the players in a couple of weeks and you know, I mean, that's a golf course where, you know, you see guys who haven't had great success there end up doing yeah. well and winning. Like I think Rory missed the cup by a mile in 2018 and then one in 2019. This is now like, and it's a different golf course now too. It's not this fast Bermuda greens, you know, that it was, it's going to be overseas. It's going to be soft and be squishy. You know, his irons are firing like he had been, and he's pretty good putting on these overseas greens too. Like, you know, that's something yep. to watch. So it hasn't yeah. been, it hasn't been raining here a lot lately. It was, um, well, that's not going to matter because to overseed this time of year that a golf course, you have to douse it with like gallons and gallons and gallons of water. Like last year, it like, remember like w the Arnold Palmer, it was windy. It was dry. And then the one, yeah. And then the one round we saw, there was like, like they were putting like craters, like an asteroid was hitting it basically. Right. So, you know, so we'll, I, I, I'm still kind of, I mean, even though it hasn't rained, it's going to be soft. So yeah. uh, I like, I think they were actually complaining about mud balls uh, in the, the first round. So that, yeah, that's, how, I, that's how wet it was. Yeah. I mean, it really, I mean, it could rain like every day next week. You don't know, you yeah. know what I mean? And they're like, and if it does, like, it's fucking terrible. I, I told you uh, what I went out like two or three weeks ago and like, you couldn't even hit a ball out of the fairway. You know what I mean? It was fucking right. terrible. It was so wet. It's like hitting off a sponge. Um, yeah. So I hope it's not like that, but um, uh, yeah, yeah, man. I mean, uh, so, so like overall, I mean, just looking, you know, how we did betting, uh, I, I, 
I had a small loss, and it's because of Will Zalatoris. And uh, let me tell you what happened to Will Zalatoris. And uh, so I had him on a head-to-head uh, for the tournament. He was up two on Max Homa going to the 18th hole. I also had a top 20 on him at plus 150. And I looked, gets on the green in two. I'm like, all right, we're good. And then he four putts from 45 feet to double bogey, pushes the head-to-head. So at least I didn't lose there. But he finishes T22, drops out of the top 20 there. So, you know, it's always the worst feeling to, you know, think you got, you know, bets wrapped up. You're like, all right, I'm thinking about how much I'm up. You know, I can count on this. No, (laughs) especially on this golf course, by the way. Like, holy shit. Like, you're right. The the, the big numbers, like you put in the slack on Saturday. I was like, you can literally not count your shit until they are both in the clubhouse because on 18, they could just go in, throw a I mean, I thought, I thought he was safe being on the putting green in two. Yeah, but I nope, guess not. That's nope, Will Zalatoris for you. So uh, it, did, it look, did make me feel good seeing Morikawa uh, do the little uh, the three wood putting off the uh, <laughs> putting off the sides instead of chipping. I was like, I can relate to that. That's yeah, good. There you go. Yeah. 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 I was like, oh, all these guys taking out all these weird trick shots this weekend. Like it, well, it was, I a, mean, it was fun to watch. We we saw a lot of them act like amateurs, you know, trying to get up and down from like that, that big collection area. I'm 13, just going, you know, can't get quite up the hill going back to your feet. That was great. Yeah. It was awesome. Um, the low Asian prop. Um, yeah. Hey, Hey, listen, I, if I told you that Hideki Matsuyama was going to be field average with his ball striking, which child would you offer up to your <laughs> No, Listen, you're right. I'm not blaming yeah. you. I, I I don't understand about, I put it in the slack. He has the longest active streak of no three putts. I what, know. what, what fucking planet are we on? Like, I mean, he now, still meant he still managed to lose strokes, but he gained six from scrambling. <laughs> I mean, he, he chipped in, I think three or four times this at week. Least, at least. Yeah. And then I, well, he, he got up and down from like a hundred yards for Eagle on the par five. Yep. So, you know, it is what it is. And, and him just didn't play well. No, he did not. And, and he's going to be, he's popular again. We'll talk about him tomorrow. Yeah. Something's not right with him, but uh, all right. I think it's time. Who's dead to you? Let's go. Let's air some grievances. I think Lee. So I hate writing Leishman off this early in the Florida swing, but good man. Like he did. He just didn't look good on Sunday. He looked okay for the rest of the weekend, but Sunday, how do you fucking, I think it, I don't know if it was a three putt or a fourth putt from five feet. And it wasn't like a difficult putt. And then I don't know, man, Leishman and I want to kill Decky again, but I can't because it wasn't on him, but I just want to murder him for murdering that outright prop. Like, I don't understand how I I just don't, I really, that is the, that is the one bet. I don't understand how that went so bad. Like I need to look more into him and what happened with him. Um, I mean, Leishman's probably the one I'm most mad at. I mean, other than that, like, I mean, whatever, like it's the same old shit. I wouldn't kill DJ off. Like, um, I don't know. He shot back to back eighties and then came out and went on fucking on fire. Right. And, yeah. and won however many tourneys. I don't know, I, man. I, I, I feel I like I feel like to get my real anger. We need to, we need to do these on Sundays. Cause like by <laughs> Monday I'm cooled off. There you go. <laughs> I posted in Slack that, uh, so there was an a, equipment uh, article and uh, apparently DJ used the uh, Taylor made Sim two in the first round and then lost 2.7 strokes off the team and switched back to the regular Sims. So that is a great advertisement for the new Taylor made driver. So I was just, I was go just out click- and go get it guys. I was clicking around looking at those, uh, the sim two uh, woods. Cause I was like, man, I need, I need to get a five wood in my bag and uh, some other hybrids. So maybe that's uh, well, maybe why actually- don't you get the seven wood? Like everybody else is using on the PGA. Yeah. What is that by the way? I don't know. Just get a hybrid. 
Caesar yeah. head. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. Though. I mean, dude, I still hit four iron, bro. Like, like Jesus, I don't, man. You know, I don't <laughs> savage. I, I don't. I don't have a hybrid in my bag. I don't. I, like, you hit a four iron well. <laughs> Maybe uh, you should hit a hybrid. No, well, no, so like I do sometimes. Like that's always my rescue. Like if I'm, uh, if I'm like right in the woods or something like that. And I got to do like a choke up shot and I got to run it up like 150 yards to the green, like there. And I mean, I can, I can hit it off the box if I need to, but you okay. Know, so like, like if you're in a fairway though, from like 200, you're not pulling four iron. No, you're not in, no, no, it, no, that all right. So that, you don't really hit four iron. then. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I had choked up four iron out of the ship. <laughs> there we go. All right, let's move on to the DFS report card. So $10,000. This Yikes. was a mess. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> So three most popular players were Dustin Johnson, John Rahm, Xander Shoffley, all finished outside the top 30, all woefully underperformed what their salary price were. Uh, Rory was the only one that actually performed up to his caliber. He finished sixth yeah. in drafting scoring. JT hit, had a nice comeback. You know, he started off slow, still only finished 19th. Overall, you went to this range of, unless you're on Rory, yeah, you got good. it. Your ass is handed to you. Yeah, absolutely. So, and any concerns with any of these guys? I would be concerned about DJ, but the only reason I'm even holding it back is because I was concerned about DJ last year after he posted those back-to-back eighties, right? Like whatever the hell it was. And he came out and went on fire. And I feel like that's a guy who can make it click. He did seem, he did, he did seem like, I don't know, man, he was not hitting the ball. Well, like at all uh, over the weekend, Rory is Rory. I am worried about Ram and that fucking putter, man. And even the ball striking wasn't that great this week. No, like, I, that was really disappointing for Ram. Th- this yeah. should have been the golf course. He ate up. Cause he, he has good combination of length and accuracy. Pretty good on Jack Nicholas golf course. He didn't do well. No. Uh, DJ I'm concerned about the putting. Um, that is finally starting to cool off. That was yeah. a club that and the wedges were what was carrying him through like that re- really big stretch. Yeah. Now that's cooling off. So he's got to figure something out. And then, you know, maybe, maybe it's time we Xander's not in this tier anymore. No. I think you're right. I think you're right. You are right, sir. Just like you were right about a couple other players we'll talk about, but you were yeah. right about Xander. Yeah. And it's, it's just, I don't know. He's a, he's a good player. You know what I mean? Like obviously, but he's not in this tier. Like he's the next tier below. I heard a good take and this probably applies to Tony Finau too. Is that, you know, Xander and Finau, they're good at pretty much everything, but not elite in everything. Yeah. And is it better just be like really elite in something, but just kind of hold together your weak spot. Like kind of like Morikawa did. I yeah. mean, he's elite in his iron play right. and he's elite with his accuracy. He just needs to kind of hold together with a putter. And when he does, he wins. Yeah, maybe that's why those guys don't win. So, yeah, all right, nine thousand dollar, nine thousand dollar range, mostly pretty successful. Uh, the only bus I see is uh, Daniel Berger was not very good. Uh, thank you for costing me in a matchup, by the way, against <laughs> Webb Simpson. That was wonderful. Um, could write that off right after the first day. That was great. Uh, Terrell Hatton also didn't play very well either, uh, and he, he was didn't. really popular. Yeah, I was I was pretty disappointed. The only reason he wasn't on my death list is because he's my spirit animal and he gets more than he gets more than a couple tournaments. Like, but he he did not look good at all. No, I mean, unfortunately, everyone's going back on him this week because it's you I know because it's a champion. The stats still look good, but I, honestly, everybody else is great. Um, the what do you th- lowest. What do you think about Webb? Webb was. He I mean, could've, he could have taken it down on Sunday, but he didn't look like himself. Like he was missing like four foot putts. And so I, it's funny you mentioned that. I think Webb actually lost strokes putting for the week. 
Yeah. Let me he, see here. Like I was worried about Webb coming up and taking it. And he just, he didn't look like, like, man, it was like, oh man, he's definitely going to make this, you know, one of those types. And he would just burn the edge, leave it a little bit short. And he didn't look like Webb to me on Sunday. See, I was concerned about T to green because at the other golf courses that like, I, you know, the bigger ballparks, like when it's not like Sedgefield or Wiley or one of those places, he doesn't usually strike the ball very well, but he was fine. He gained 10 strokes T to green. It was actually the putt. He only, he was field average putting. So you're right. I mean, if he, <clears throat> if he just made like, you know, a couple more putts, like he's right in it and he's, he's right, right in it. You know, I mean, he was, he was very smart, like working his way around that golf course, watching because they had a lot of his group, obviously. And like, he would put it in a nice spot to give himself a nice wedge in and he'd give himself like six feet and miss it. And I was like, Oh man, like, oh, like, it, I don't know. It, it just, it really st- stuck out to me. Yeah. I mean, it, it seemed like this, the theme of, I think the top of the leaderboard was if you kept it in play, like, I mean, you know, you had Webb up there, Fitzpatrick did pretty well, you know, just if you kept it in play, I mean, Morikawa always keeps it in play. He doesn't hit like a crooked shot. So, um, I mean, Hovland too, he hits a really straight except for uh, the quad he took on uh, Friday. And Friday. if he just part that hole, he wins the tournament. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah. so you say that, but then maybe he would have been a little more nutted up when he had the fucking driver or three wood, whatever he had on the back of uh, that par five on the back nine, when he like get it out of, you know what I mean? Whatever. Like he would have yeah. been in more contention, but you know, well, I mean, it's, it's a butterfly flight. I mean, like he has a different tea time, you know, right. like maybe yeah, he's yeah. got to wait for an opponent. Maybe there's a different wind. Like we right. you don't yeah. really know. It's very simple, but I mean, it's, it's funny to just point to that and say, yeah, well he would have won. But uh, so the least, pop the least popular guy in the 9,000 hour range was Morikawa. So you know what? We weren't the only ones. I know. I know. That's yep. crazy. Yeah. So, all right. 8,000 hour range. Um, this was not very good either. So nope. the only guys really performed, you know, in this range were Sky Scheffler, who was great. Oh my uh, God. Cam Smith, who was 75% great. And uh, Hideki, who, okay. listen, he just, I mean, he didn't even strike the ball. Well, he just scrambled his ass off and uh, managed to putt relatively. Okay. But I, other than that, I mean, Fitzpatrick was around for a little bit. I think he had a rough weekend. You know, so he yeah, he was much. still hanging around a little bit on Sunday and he just kind of did the uh, par bogey, bogey, birdie, par, par, bogey, that type of shit. Like just wasn't there. Right. Uh, are you going to take a victory lap for uh, Tommy Fleetwood? <laughs> no, man, I won't <laughs> like, I won't. I'll, Why I'll not? Nice. You called it. I, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, look, he sucks. Like there's no, there's just no way around it. He's terrible. And I don't, his black and red outfit. Everybody say he looked like fire. He looked like shit. I don't like Tommy Fleetwood. Uh, he is, he is not good at golf. He's just not like he, I don't know. Like he's still everybody's darling from it. Cause we don't see him enough and everybody has fond memories of him from a couple of years ago and wants to bet him. And he's going to go out and win API now. But the, uh, I, I did not like him this week at all. Uh, I really, I'm really upset at, at Cam Smith really, really upset. Cause that was, that was rough. That was rough. And, and one stroke, he cost me the top 10 by one stroke too. Mm-hmm. Cause don't forget I had him top five and top 10. So yeah. it's cause he hit it in the water. I think two, 9,000 times yeah. he hit the ball in the water, like six right. fucking times on Saturday. I mean, that pin on Sunday was great on eight. That it was, was awesome. It yeah. was, they, they had, they had some good pin positions. Like Dude, that, that the eight- pin on- the pin on 13 on Saturday was oh, yeah. nuts. Yeah. I agree. like literally trying to like land it on like a kid's table. And then if you don't land in the right place, it goes over the green and then everybody's chipping it way over it back to the bunker. It was great. It was. Uh, and like, you're right. And that's why this course really does need to be back on because that was the most enjoyable 
tournament I watched. What, listen, it, while I wasn't winning money, I was just losing money, and I was still having fun watching the golf tournament. That's how you know it was a good course to watch. You know what I mean? Like it was, it was a lot of fun. Like every time somebody came up to eight, I was like, "What are they gonna do?" I was like, "How much spin are they gonna put on it?" Oh, too bad, too bad. Yeah, yeah I mean, I would never want to play this. I would shoot 140, but nice. I love seeing these guys play and just get frustrated and get tested. So yeah. yeah uh, anything else to take away from here? I there really wasn't. A whole lot. I mean, Joaquin Neiman wasn't very good. Zalas Horace fell down the leaderboard for reasons I described. Yep. Uh, we'll talk about Sung Jay this week. There, there's, there's something just not right with him. I, I can't quite put my finger. He took on two weeks off. He's never done that before. He didn't know how to play with rest. But it's been a problem ever since then too. You just can't get it. It, it just something is off. I, I can't figure it out. So all right, let's just move on. Seven thousand rage. Um, the trend of fading. The two most popular players. You had Ryan Palmer at twenty six percent ownership. You had Harris English at 22% ownership and they were terrible. As I said with Harris English, by the way, Uh, unfortunately I still had some Ryan Palmer. That was not, that didn't work out for me, but Harris English. Yes. I will clap myself and pat myself on the back for one of the few things I got right this week. Yeah, absolutely. It was funny. And I think one of the only matchups from, from the, you know, the outright, the four round matchups I won was against Palmer. I don't remember who the hell it was. I think, Oh, I think it was Leishman. Actually as bad as Leishman played Palmer paid that much worse. And did you see English on Sunday? He didn't even line up his last putt. No, I didn't see what I didn't see that. He, he, um, he, he missed the putt by a good 20 feet. Just walked right up to it again, knocked it close to the thing, walked up to it, knocked it back in and got off the fucking 18. He was like, ah, I'm not even wasting my timeline on this shit. I'm getting well, off I mean, this golf course. I'm, yeah. I mean, his ball striking is lost right now. And now we're going to go to another golf course that demands good ball striking. So water, that's going to be everywhere. That's going to be a hint for where I'm going with uh, tomorrow on tomorrow's show. So, I mean, other guys, I mean, Billy Horschel, he had 30% ownership. He was the third most popular player in the strength. He was fifth. I mean, that dude just just comes out of nowhere though. I mean, he does not look good in the stat sheet. The only thing he really looks good on is putting with Bermuda. Hey man, he looked good. It's not very good. good. Out of that water with a backwards hat, rolled up white pants and his shoes were shop on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Your boy, Louie. I know. Did dude putted? He, I don't know. Did he, I don't know what's happened with this putter, but he's on fire with that lately. Yeah, and yeah. it's it's weird because I still don't. I don't know. I don't like. I don't like him yet because it's so weird. Maybe does that make sense? That I'm like, ah, I really don't trust this. Yeah, I mean, what's <laughs> concerning is he's not. Do, he's not doing anything with the irons, but it's all putting, and he's actually been hitting the ball pretty well off the tee. Yeah. So you know. The the irons improved this week. You know, let's see if they can kind of carry forward to Bay Hill. Um, other than that, I mean, Kokrak was good. I was wrong on him. You were yeah. right. So good yeah, job on that. Yeah, but I I didn't have enough. I didn't have enough of him to make a fucking real no. difference because I think it, he he had a good weekend too. I think he, did. he started he off really slow. Yeah. 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 So I mean, he's in the field this week. He has good history at Bay Hill. You know, maybe carry that momentum. Uh, Carlos Ortiz did pretty well over the weekend too. He got off to a slow start, but he was pretty good over the weekend. So he drained like an 80 foot putt on Sunday. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. I, I think he did it mostly still with scrambling and putting. That's just his MO. So, all right. $6,000 range. Uh, we were kind of ragging that everybody was going to their binky with all the PJ tour stars. And those are the most popular players. And guess what? Those were the players you had to go to. Yep, exactly. Uh, Abe answer, 20% ownership. He finished 20th. Uh, Lanto Griffin, 14% ownership, finished 30th. That's still a lot better than a lot of these guys. Yeah, Pretty much every Euro you could have went to was trash. The only one who really was good was Thomas Dietrich. Dietrich yeah. Everybody else. I mean, Victor Perez was awful. Lee Westwood was bad. My boy, Lori Cantor. He actually was good on Friday. He was awful the rest of the weekend. My apologies for that. 
Scotsman too. Your Scotsman fucking blew up. Oh, right. well, that's the seven thousand dollar range. Yeah, that's. I, I got a little ahead of myself there. He's young guy. Young guys who come over here for the first time never do well. So there might be a matchup uh, offered by books that uh, maybe you can get your money off everything he, he blew for you last week. So okay. sounds good. Um, anything else in this range? I mean, you know, Kevin Na was good. I liked Kevin Na yeah. coming in. You know, he was good. Brennan Todd he had a real strong weekend. Yep. Uh, we made fun of EVR and yeah. uh, he was 24th in scoring. I know. Yeah. Shows what we know. Matt Kuchar was 27th. I didn't even know he's in the field. Yeah, I don't think I don't think they showed him once. <laughs> no, he probably was on the playing through a couple times. Yeah, yeah. But uh, other than that, why don't we just put this to bed and just uh, please, you know, please move on. I, I need to uh, I need to uh, I need to make some money this weekend to make up for the last two weeks. <laughs> we, we will. We, we'll, it's Bay Hill. We have yeah. plenty of history. We're good to go. Yeah, lots of history. Lots of weird shit too. Right. So like, uh, like lots of, lots of weird shit, very watery course. So you want to avoid those guys who can blow up. But uh, before I let Steve uh, start breaking down the golf course, uh, listen, you want to get an advantage over the sports book when it comes down to betting uh, you need to, Download BetQL, the only app you need to make smart bets. BetQL has a sharp data for college basketball, NBA, and the NHL. So if you want the inside edge for who the pros are backing, you need to check out BetQL. Plus, they got tons of sportsbook offers in your state. So head to the App Store or Google Play Store and download BetQL. Head to BetQL and enter code SGP30 for 30% off your first subscription. That's SGP30 at BetQL.com. All right, man. So like you said, lots of history here. Um, I feel like it's a weaker field than normal. Well, it's, they're getting screwed. I mean, think about everything is th- that they've had lately. You know, you had Genesis two weeks ago. That is an elevated status event. Yeah. You had a WGC last week. That's just a giant cash grab. Yeah. Uh, you have this and it's next week's the players like guys got to take weeks off. And yeah. I mean, I, I can't imagine. And the funny thing is this is an elevated, you know, status event too. It's the same purse as the Genesis. Yeah. It's off of the same amount of money, but just because of where it is on the schedule, it's, it's getting screwed. I mean, you got to think the MasterCard probably is not very happy. I think they're oh, still the presenting I'd sponsor. Be yeah, I'd be pissed. Yeah, I mean, they're forking up all this prize money. You know, their names all over this place. And I mean, listen, a lot of top Euros come to this tournament because it's a good golf course for them. And they're, you know, they they were played mostly in the Middle East. They're trying to get, you know, ready for the players, you know, but they're not really putting, uh, you know, eyeballs on this thing. Like, I mean, no, no offense to Matthew Fitzpatrick or Paul Casey or Tommy Fleetwood, but uh, I only people are tuned in for him. You know, no. I mean, you got Rory, you got DeChambeau, yeah. you know, Hoblin's the hot name. Uh, everybody hates Patrick Reed. You know, you got some good names here, but I mean, most, this is not as good of a field probably as what they are hoping. And um, I, they probably, I mean, I don't even know where you move it on the schedule because you can't move it closer to the masters. That's around the corner. Right. Like you're going to try and sandwich it between like the masters and the PGA that wouldn't work. So work either. yeah. Cause then now we're, now we're talking now the guys are going to be down here in Florida sweating to death and fucking having strokes out on the field. Yeah. Like, but, but, but at the same time, this is Arnold Palmer's event. Like I know that's what I mean. Like, it's take Arnold. away. You don't want to take away the elevated status event. So it's like kind of, this is, maybe, it's just a it's weird. weird. WGC. Like I'd much rather watch a full field fucking event at Bay Hill than fucking WGC. Yeah. But that's just me. I guess. Yeah. They, they probably should, that WGC probably needs to move to get moved somewhere. So, but, uh, but even that, like, where do you put it? I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I mean, listen, you got Rory up Bryson Hoblin. I think he's gonna be the most popular name. <gasps> this Dude, do you see how short his odds are now? It's 12 to one, right? That's oh, fucking gross, bro. I do. It's gross. Good. Dude's good. And like, I know, I mean, but, I know but how do you bet that? You don't, I mean, right. you wait, you wait to live bet it. That's what you do. 
Yeah, I hope so, you have a bad for Thursday and jump yeah. on it. All right, so so what happened last week? Last year, I, you know, I usually like to quiz you about. Uh, what <laughs> I actually, I actually, I actually remember who won last year. Okay. I think, I think, it, it was Hatton, right? Was Hatton? Ha ha! There you go. <laughs> Do you know who finished uh, second? No. <laughs> no, I don't. It was the it was the guy who killed her. It was Mark Leishman. Oh. He did. Do you remember what the winning I score did. was last year? Dude, come on. No, I absolutely do not remember what the right. score was. Minus four. Oh, that's Hatton, way tougher than normal. I, I think Hatton shot like 75, 75 over the weekend to take it down. I mean, it was crazy it was wind conditions. I remember it was really windy last year. Oh, time. that was a fun final round, too. Like, guys are missing greens. They're blowing putts like past, you know, 10 feet past because of the wind. It's going to be like that on Saturday, what it looks like, too. Well, yeah. So, I mean, so that's going to impact, I think, how you want to bet this thing. We'll get to you later. But, uh, yeah, I mean, just so, you know, on sportsgamblingpodcast.com, I talk about the golf course, talk about the history. Basically, this was an old citrus field that, you know, no longer produced fruit. So a couple, couple guys from Nashville bought it, developed into a golf club. Arnold Palmer came down, loved the place, apparently. And they convinced the PGA Tour to host an event there. And the club has grown. They've gotten a lot more money. And, you know, after a couple of renovations, this is the golf course they have. So, um, you know, I put a little flyover of the golf course. You know, you can see kind of the layout and everything. So. So what is this golf course? I mean, it's got some similarities to last week. It's a very demanding tee to green golf course. Like there's a lot of ways you can get in trouble off the tee. There's, you know, if you have a big miss going, you're going to land the water. You don't want to be in the fairway rough either. You know, this is some of the thickest Bermuda rough that the guys are going to face. So, um, you know, you can really get yourself in trouble off the tee, but you know, if you avoid the trouble and a lot of these longer hitters can avoid trouble just because you know, where some of the bunkers are, you know, you can carry them. There's opportunities to carry dog legs too. You couldn't really do that last week at the concession. So, you know, a guy like Bryson can step up here or Rory and be really aggressive off the tee and they can cut off dog legs and get a wedge into green. So, you know, they have a little bit of advantage here too, but if you don't have length, you definitely have to make sure you hit the fairway because, you know, if you have a slower club at speed, you know, it's not going to go well for you, but you know, I, I think the biggest difference between last week and this week is the greens and the bunkers. And it's, it's much gentler around the greens, you know, this week than last week. Now, I mean, it's still really hard. Like, you know, it still plays very firm and fast. The greens are really fast. You don't want to short side yourself, but like, as far as how the greens are shaped, they're more tilted. If anything, like you don't have these crazy undulations. Like last week you could see with the grain, like the dark spots, the light spots. I thought that was part of the coolest part of the telecast where yeah. you could actually see like, oh, this is a crazy putt. What's going on? Like he's got, right. you, know, you can see like he's putting into the grain and like down, you know, the grain's going against him, going up and down the slopes here. Like it's kind of like everything's like it's, you take like a, like take your palm and then just tilt it and then just move it around. Those are basically the greens here. And then they'll put the pins around the flyer spot. So really the only thing you got to worry about with, with putting this week, you know, from like inside 10 feet is grain. So obviously, you know, good Bermuda putters will do well here. Um, it's not really that hard to get up and down from some of these bunkers are pretty shallow. Like I watched a couple of videos of like, you know, YouTube vloggers who are basically scratch golfers, you know, they're missing greens, but they really had no trouble getting up and down from out of them. Like, you know, if you put those guys, the concession last week, these like scratch YouTube guys, I mean, they're going to make a mess of themselves here. You can score. I mean, the only defense this golf course has, what we saw last year, was wind, mm-hmm. and that's when, like, you really have to make sure tee to green, you're dialed up. The greens get really crispy; they get really fast. So, you know, overall, 
Um, you know, this is a demanding golf course, tee to green. You want to target good ball strikers. You're going to have a lot of like uh, long approach shots. Three of the four par threes are over 200 yards on the par fours. There's a lot of like, you know, intermediate irons you're going to have into some of these greens, a couple long ones too. This is definitely not a wedge fest. I mean, there's a couple opportunities for like Bryson to cut a dog leg off or Rory to cut a dog leg off. He can, they have a wedge in the green, but you know, guys are going to have their long irons and mid irons tested. Um, you know, if you look at some of the past leaderboards, like how they score scrambling, isn't that big of a factor. I mean, it is, especially when it's windy. Um, but like Terrell Hatton last year, he only gained like 0.4 strokes per round around the greens. Yeah. Like I think Molinari actually lost strokes uh, scrambling, you know, Rory, that wasn't big of a factor either. And it's just because like, as long as, you know, you're not sure signing yourself. And I, and I was thinking about this today too. Like, you know, like how are the, how do these guys score? And like how, where strokes gain kind of misleads us. And you know, I kind of think about like Victor Hovland. So he took like, like, so that, so on Friday when he took the quad, like he lost yeah. a billion strokes around the green, but what happened? Well, he was sitting out of a Paul meadow bush <laughs> and he was coming out of the bunker and it was like up against the side. They were like, you can't do anything with that. Right. So, and, and what was the real reason why he was in that position? Because he had a crappy iron shot. Yep. So really iron play is, I think that more important than scrambling, because if you're hitting your irons pretty good, you're not going to put yourself in a bad spot around the greens where you have no chance to get up and down. Yep. And if you are in a favorable place where you miss it, getting up and down is pretty easy. So, uh, I mean, good ball strikers, guys who put well on fast Marina greens. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about how you want to gauge, like how you can kind of pick and choose, like, you know, guys, you know, cause short hitters can do well here. Yeah. But Molinari won here once, right? Yeah, yeah. Molinari won here. I mean, Leishman's not even the biggest guy, you know, driver of the golf yeah, ball. Yeah, neither has had. No. So, uh, I mean, you, we'll we'll talk about some stats later where, like, you can kind of figure out how they gain strokes off the tee, and if they lose it, you know, is there a way they can kind of compensate? Yeah, that makes sense. So, as far as like the wind goes, um, it looks like it's still going to be windy on Sunday, but not so much on Saturday. I mean, Saturday, obviously. Well, Saturday I saw 10 to 20. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah it's it's moderate. Be, yeah. 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 I mean, but that's enough, right? It's enough to make life difficult. Oh yeah. No, I, the, the first two days, well, it seems like they're going to get some rain, I think on Tuesday and Wednesday. So that's going to soften the golf course. The wind's not going to be up on two, on Thursday, Friday might be kind of like a putting contest. First couple of days, probably pretty favorable scoring. So, uh, but Saturday and Sunday, I mean, that's going to be when the leaderboard kind of, sh- you know, jumbles up. So you know, that might be a good opportunity to maybe lie bet after Friday. You know, maybe some of the favorites got the slow starts, but as long as they're kind of in striking distance, like maybe yeah. get a little better price in pre-tournament, maybe hold off on betting some of the big favorites and then, you know, see if you get a little better price. And cause it's going to be definitely a ball striking contest who wins it, you know, guys who just don't get in trouble and, you know, keep it in play and hit their irons well, and then maybe get a little hot with a putter and, you know, come out on top. Yeah. So, I mean, I think I posted it in, in the Slack channel, about how many internationals have won this damn thing. Mm-hmm. So what do we think is behind that? Is it because it's windy? Is it because like they're comfortable playing in Florida? Cause this is typically where they start coming over to prepare for the season. Like wh- what is behind it? I mean, there's gotta be something to it. I think it's a couple of things first, you know, I mean, these guys grow up playing positional golf. So they're not the longest guys like American golf is just bomb and gouge, right? These guys play more positional golf, you know, angles into greens matter. They're hitting a lot more intermediate to longer irons too. And a lot of Europeans are pretty good and pretty precise with those clubs. And you're hitting a lot of those shots into these greens. And like you said, the wind, like when the wind kits up, the greens get really firm and fast. They're more comfortable doing that. And 
I mean, let's face it. American golfers are kind of soft. They just want to bomb over dog legs. They want soft, cushy pins, you know, to like kind of nuzzle it up, spin it back to the hole. You know, you're Justin Thomas's of the world. Basically. I mean, that's the type of golf they want. Europeans are a little, they, they like their golf course a little more, you know, rough around the edges, you know, a little bit more of a challenge. And I think that's why, and you see a lot of Europeans do well here because it, it kind of brings out more of a favorable, you know, golf course. I mean, like, and like, I kind of think about like the really deep penal rut. I mean, it's not really penal rut, but it's thick. You don't want to be in it. No. And I think about, um, like golf national where they played the 2018 Ryder cup, mm-hmm. like, you know, kind of narrow fairways. You had to keep the ball in the fairway there. If you're in the rough, it was hard to get a club on it. And the euros waxed us, even though we had it like on paper, more talented way, team. Way so. team. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and they're just better hitting their irons and like, you know, making sure they're in good positions off the tee for the best approach shot instead of just way out of position. Like, you know, some of these American guys are, and you know, it's tougher to score. Has any Florida boy ever won down here? Has a Florida boy won? Well, I think Matt Every is a Florida guy. I oh, think. Shit. Did he win like twice? Yeah, he won back to back, which is twice. Weird. Matt fucking Every. What a yeah. joke. So, but yeah, oh, you know, so, you know, who's always good here is uh, uh, Arnie's uh, grandson. The oh, the he doesn't even have stats anymore. Sam Saunders. Oh yeah, yeah, no, he's, he's not, not even, anymore. He's not even, he's not oh, he used to be my cute little like sixty one hundred plug and play, make the cut and fucking free square. Oh <laughs> yeah, that's that's cute. <laughs> I met yeah. him up here in Jacksonville. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I mean, like you got you know Molinari is a former winner. You got yeah. Hatton. Uh, you got Rory. Uh, Martin Laird won back in twenty eleven. Marty, Marty, baby. There you go. So I mean, yeah, there. There definitely seems to be more of a European style to this golf course that, you know, kind of elevates them. All right. Well, I like it. I like it. I'm on a couple guys already and we'll get onto that tomorrow. I think we're probably on the same guys and we've talked about it in the slack. So uh, I guess, listen, before we start uh, talking about the type of golfer other than Euro uh, that we want to break down, uh, listen, better than Vegas. It's like YouTube, but for what DJs care about sports betting. So the best part is you'll be able to get free video picks from the SGPN crew. And make sure to subscribe to the SGPN page, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV, so you don't miss any of our videos. And if you're subscribed, you'll get a notification every time a new video is posted. Uh, I did not do a video last week because I have COVID. So fuck you guys. I was tired. Uh, so, so, but this week I will. So go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV to subscribe to the Better Than Vegas page today. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. Right. You, know they, you know, they don't care about your health. You have to put out a better than Vegas video. Right? I know. I know. Yeah. I know. I mean, this, this face made for radio really drives the fucking clicks. I'll tell you, yeah. you know, I'm, I gotta say for someone with Kobe, you look very good. Thanks buddy. Yeah. yeah. I, like I said, I showered, I shaved, I trimmed up the beard, trying to feel a little human, put a almost full work day in today. So I'm trying to trying to fight it. Lots of, lots of drugs and, and the, clean, the prescription I, kind. I appreciate cleanup just for me though. Yeah, I know. It's just for you, sweet pea. <laughs> All right. What else you want to hit on brother? All right. Well, I mean, so talking about outright, so eight of the last 11 winners of the Arnold Palmer invitational had at least a top 10 before they won it. So that I mean, the only problem is, so I actually went back and look at some of the favorites and most of them have a top 10 here already. There are a couple guys who stand out who have, do not have a top 10 yet. So Hovland has played this twice, does not have a top 10. I think it's highest finish like T24. He's 12 to one. Um, Somehow Jordan Spieth has never played this tournament. I find that weird. That is weird. Yeah. So he's because there's, there's, there's lots of water and he was still scared from the Mastis. <laughs> that is true. So, I mean, you think though, like peak Jordan Spieth probably be good for this place. I mean, he used to keep it in play. He was a great iron player. Like, yeah, 
kind of surprised, yeah. like back in 2015 and play it. So, uh, Will's outsources debut. So it's not really right. fair to criticize him for that, but, uh, Billy Horschel, uh, played well last week, you know, plus one arena does not have a top 10 here. Uh, he's huh. 40 to one Cam and Tringali somehow is 40 to one. I don't get that. Oh, yeah. Um, and then, uh, everybody's darling this week. He's my darling in Genesis. You know, it's uh Bermuda Sam Burns, uh, 40 to one, never a top 10 here. So he's going to be, I know he's going to be very heavily bet. We'll talk about that in tomorrow. I like him, but I think there's a guy who is basically the same player who you can get as a much bigger discount. Yeah. So. yeah I saw, I saw you mentioned him in Slack. I was like, Oh, I want him already too. Yay. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Cause he's, um, one of my, he's one of my Australian binkies. <laughs> right. But I mean, as far as like golfers target overall, I mean, if you look at guys who have game over a stroke per round, at least 12 rounds here, it's, it's a little bit everything. I mean, you got your bombers, you know, you got your guys who you're no putt guys like Luke list actually has a really good history here, which is bizarre yeah. because he's awful on Bermuda, but he gains, he's gains over two strokes per round at the field here. Uh, Emiliano Grillo can't putt out of a paper bag. He's good here. Um, you know, co-crack. I mean, he's kind of figured out how to putt, but he yeah. used to be one of those no putt guys. He's great here. So, you know, I mean, Lucas Glover is good here. Charles Howell, Howell's good here. Um, and then you have like your short augers, like Kevin, Na, like Zach Johnson, Matthew Fitzpatrick, you know, a lot of these scrubby European guys, like, uh, the ghost of Henrik Stenson is also really good here. Um, are you going to be on him this week, buddy? I am looking for ways to fade the hell out of him. We will talk about him tomorrow. Okay. uh, All right. I just wanted to see if I had, it's not going well for, uh, oh yeah, no, it's not. I just, I had to figure out if I had to like come up with some arguments to keep you off of him by tomorrow. So no, you're going to have to come up with the arguments. Keep me off a certain guy that we'll talk about tomorrow. (laughs) And then, I mean, listen, you got your all around good players. I mean, Rory McIlroy is good. Everything Uh, you got Hatton, uh, you got Leishman, you got Fleetwood Rose, like, you know, your usual suspects. Um, I mean, you have. You had pre and post bulk up Bryson DeChambeau, who has great finishes here. He finished second Rory, I think, in 2018. And then he hulked up and he actually finished pretty well last year, too, before I don't know what happened. Like, this is when he was still scrambling and hitting his irons really great before the COVID break. And then he started to eat like 80 pounds of bacon and recording (laughs) weird COVID videos. And now he can't hit an iron straight. Go figure. So, yeah, but I mean, like, so, like, and I think what, links all these guys is they're pretty good T to green, just a matter how they do it. So you have guys who can blow past all the trouble. So longer hitters can carry a lot of these bunkers. And honestly, like probably this golf course probably needs a renovation, you know, kind of modernize it. Like some of the greens are boring. Some of the bunkers are boring. They probably need to push them out a little bit, kind of like with the Tory pines. Um, but a lot of guys can carry over dog legs, you know, as long as they don't have like a big mess, like into a lake, they're generally fine. They have a fast enough club head speed to gather up, even if they're in the, you know, you know, even if they're in there, Big but shit. for the shorter guys though, kind of got to look at, you know, all right, do they at least gain strokes off the tee? And that means they, you know, they do it mostly their accuracy, but if you have guys like, like Lanto Griffin, I think is a name that people want to like this week, but he loses strokes off the tee and he's not accurate at all. Like that's not a great combination. That means like you're at risk of putting it in a water hazard. That means you probably aren't getting it with length. So you don't have club at speed to get out of the rough there. Like, you know, that might not go well for him. So and then if you are a shorter hitter, like, are you a solid iron player? Like how else you get around? Are you good scrambler, good putter? Like, do you have a couple other things going for you? So like, you know, so what's, you know, things I'm looking at just like, all right, how do you get off the team? You know, what type of guy are you? Uh, are you just a solid ball striker? How's your recent ball striking? Is there any weaknesses in that game? How are you putting on Bermuda? How's your course history? You know, and then um, kind of looking at, I'm bringing back proximity stats here because okay. 
you can kind of fire a pins, you know, just based on where they are here. Unless, I mean, it's going to be windy. So on Sunday, that might throw out the window. The first couple of days, though, it might be useful because it might play a little softer. But, you know, proximity stats from 150, 200 yards, and then 200 plus. Um, I'm breaking both up into different categories just to see. But uh, yeah, I mean, those are those are generally what I'm going to. And then like bogey avoidance. Like I don't usually like to use that because it, I mean, basically if you're just playing bad, you're going to make bogeys You're playing good. You're not, but but I I think for this tournament, like when there's a lot of trouble and propensity to blow up, I kind of want to see guys who, if you're a little lower in that range, like you're a little more consistent can avoid like an eight. Yeah. And I feel like on this course, at least in my brain, I don't know if it's accurate or not, but like it, it's guys who just find the water on this course, just have the blow up holes. There's, there's really no other opportunity to blow up other than finding the water. No, I mean, there's water off the tee and there's water next to a lot of these greens. Yeah, too. I know I play so. in Florida, bro. It's a fucking nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> the, um, we, we love water just to fuck with every single golfer. Like even your normal munis down here are like, Hey, guess what? There's water on 16 holes in two different spots. Oh, great. Thanks. Thanks guys. Wow. This golf course is so creative. There's a water hazard. Yeah, exactly. Some hey, of the guys. finest golf courses in America and Florida guys. Yeah. <laughs> Real geniuses building them down there. Hey, listen, we got beautiful golf courses where I'm at son. The, uh, I, I actually want to go, I want to go play. Uh, I'm trying to figure out when I can go play King and bear. Cause now that I, like, dude, I haven't even left my fucking house for a week to go get like cigarettes or coffee. Like I am like, Crawling Jesus. the walls, bro. Your like, poor wife. Oh yeah, dude. Tell me about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Listen, she's been a goddamn saint. She's got, and she's like, you don't need to be smoking while you have COVID. I'm like, I'm well aware. But if you don't get them, I'm still gonna go get them. So yeah. you should go get them. She's Let me like, ask you a question, by the way. You got the players actually are you gonna end up getting the uh, clear all clear from the doctors to go? Oh yeah, I should. So I'm able to go back to work on the seventh. I think today is. So I'll okay. be clear. I'll be clear by that. But the problem is, is like I gotta figure out like. Like I'll get, so here's the deal. I'm a spoiled little bitch. Cause I used to, I used to get tickets for my wholesalers and I used to get my tent tickets and I used to go just hang out on uh 16 green and the benefactor tent on 17. And I don't like just getting the grounds tickets and walking around. And it looks like the only tickets I can look to snag are the ultra tent, which is like between 14 and 15. And the only beers that you get for free in there are Mick ultra. So I'd rather just go somewhere else and pay for my drinks. So what's the point? Might as well just get ground tickets. And it's not as bad as it used to be when it was in fucking uh, may and mother's day where you walk around and you just try not to have a fucking heat stroke. So it's not so bad in match. So I'll probably end up just getting grounds tickets. I don't know what day I'm going to go yet. I know Tommy's got tickets with his wife for the practice round. Um, which is always a fun day. You get to go watch the caddies gamble and, and, and you get, it's a little, it's a little looser. Um, I actually have a funny story about TBC. I'll tell TBC week, um, how I ended up behind the band one night. Um, and <laughs> okay. yeah, it's, it's really funny. And, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I'll be out there. Like I, I'll at least go one day. Um, but yeah, like I really, really like sitting in those tents, like 16, like everybody loves 17, like the better fact, the tent, don't get me wrong. It's fucking, it's the shit. Cause you're sitting right on 17. But the problem is, is I like golf. So I don't want to just sit on 17 the whole fucking time. And so 16 is perfect because you get to watch them come up on that long path five, right? They have a lot of them have Eagle opportunity. So you watch them hit it and run it up and you can still see what's going on 17. And when a group you want to come up to 17 is you can follow them to 18. And the way you can cut back around, you can get to nine, like, like, 
the 16 green is like the perfect spot at TPC for like a viewing experience. I think you just did the course breakdown next week. I don't even think <laughs> I need to talk on Sunday. So. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm the polar opposite. I love to walk around and follow a crowd because I love picking a matchup and betting on it and then sweat it live. Like I have never felt more alive. Well, actually I felt pretty dead after five holes when I bet Lee Westwood to beat Rory McIlroy at the 2013 final round. And McIlroy, I think had like a 69 and Lee Westwood had his typical 78 on Sunday. So I was one of the only guys who, uh, after Lee Westwood tripled the uh, par three, uh, third hole, walked up the fourth hole and everybody was cheering on Rory. And I'm like, come on, Lee. Come on, buddy. Come on. So you haven't, you haven't lived until you've done that. That, that is, that's yeah. It. Yeah, listen, I, listen, I, I 100% believe you. Like, cause, uh, like, we'll go to like, uh, we used to go down to spring training games all the time. We'll, we'll sit around and do, uh, like, all right, next out, ten bucks, ground out, pop out, strike out, you know, stuff like that. And like that is that can rack up real quick, by the way, over lots of beers and, uh, <laughs> and, and an eight inning game. But yeah, it's like I, I, mean, I used to really like the play. It's like I had tickets to go down on say uh, the first day. Uh, this past year. And then obviously they shut it down with COVID. And I was like, well, I'm not going to, I was like, I was like, I don't really know if I should go. They hadn't shut anything down in Florida yet, but it was clear that you probably shouldn't go. So I was like, nah, I'm not going to go. And I didn't pay for the tickets anyway. So I didn't give a shit. Um, eh, but this year, like I want to go, but my wife, I don't know because my wife had to be home taking care of me and all the kids. Like, fuck, is she going to get the time off? Like, can Tommy maybe, go two days? Is his wife going to let him go? Maybe, maybe <laughs> she goes <laughs> and you're watching the game. Buddy, if you think she wants to fucking go to golf, it's like she, she, she take, she'd be like, if you spend money on me to go to a golf tournament, she'd fucking punch me in the face. All right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like that's the way that goes. All right. Well, that was a fucking very long diatribe. Um, all right. Anything else think- the API before we wrap it up with, uh, and go to tomorrow. No, nah, I don't think so, man. I think, uh, I think we got to get some, uh, some shit in order here. We'll figure out who the chalk we're going to fade is. We're going to keep that trend. I know that like, we, um, we, I think we just got to get a little better at, it's going to be a tough week for it too, with all the fucking euros, but the, the fade in the seven K chalk seems like a strong trend. Uh, I mean, what it's been like five weeks in a row. Right. Right. And, uh, yeah. I mean, I already got a couple of bets down even some, yeah, I feel good about this week. All right. Well, good. Cause I'm going to put some good juju in the air. Uh, I should be done with COVID by tomorrow. According to my watch. That's what I'm saying anyway. So, uh, all right, man, listen for, uh, for myself, Boston Capper and the God of golf himself, Steve Shermer. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with the DFS and betting breakdown. Cause guess what boys? It's time to break down books again. Let's go.
It's finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter, and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.